0: Good morning, Calvary Bible Church. Good morning. morning. I must say, Pastor Arnett, he didn't throw me under the bus, but he came close to it because my knees were shaking when he said, Joshua. Um, I've just been asked to give a few comments about a conference that my wife Denise and I attended with Pastor Arnett and Sister Helen. Um, My knees are shaking, so please bear with me. Um, Denise and I attended the AACC conference in Nashville, Tennessee, um, a few weeks ago. AACC stands for American Association of Christian Counselors. For me, it was very intensive. It was actually transformational. It was life-changing. However, um, more to mouth that I am, I indicated this to Pastor Arnett. And immediately Pastor Arnett asked, well, would you be willing to share with Calvary Bible Church? It's very difficult for me to say no to Pastor Arnett. So here I am. Um, I'd just like to introduce my comments by saying that my favorite teacher, Jesus Christ, used stories and analogies to bring his point so across. And I'd just like you to allow me to use the same methodology. Um, the, when I attended the conference, there's a story that to this day really stands out in my mind. And it's a story that I think many of you have heard before, but I will say it again, but I have change the names to protect the innocent. So I don't want anyone to think that it applies to anyone in this room. Well, not yet anyway. So there should be no one in this room with these names, hopefully not. And if you think you know these people, you do not. But here goes. Paul and Denise were married for some time. And by all appearances, they loved each other very much. However, one day, the unexpected, the unthinkable happened. Paul had a life-threatening, very serious heart attack. He was rushed to the emergency room and the doctors there, one doctor in particular, very good physician, was able to treat him and he survived the attack. However, he was not in very good shape. Um, just before he was released from the hospital, you know, the doctor had a meeting with him and told him that, well, I just want to speak with your wife, and I'll let you go. So then he called Denise into the room, and said, you know, Mrs., Um, sorry, Denise, um, sit down, I need to tell you how to take care of your husband, so that he can have a complete recovery. He said, your husband has been under a lot of stress, and... In order for him to survive this, you need to listen to me very carefully. When you go home, make sure he lives a stress-free life. You're going to have to cook his favorite meal on demand. Massage his feet whenever he asks. Dress him and allow him to dress how he feels. Call him all the sweet names that he wants. Just take complete care of him. Spoil him. Make him feel good. Make sure he looks good. We said, thank you, doc. So they went home, driving home. You know, Paul says to Denise, sweetie, because he likes to call her sweetie. You we were with the doctor a long time. What did he say? She said, sweetie. Because she likes to call him sweetie too. Sweetie, you're going to (laughs) die. Well, he's driving on on the highway. Having heard this, you can imagine probably what happened next. I'll just let you fill that in. You laugh, but every day, we, this is the royal we, me included, we, God's people, we either act like Denise or we react like Paul. At the conference, it was presented that America is a country in crisis. I heard about the opioid crisis, the suicide crisis, the marital crisis, the divorce crisis, pornography crisis, human trafficking crisis, just about every crisis that you can name about. Suicide crisis, all of them. We have these crises right here in this country. The Christian Counseling Center deals with these issues just about every single day. When I say the Christian Counseling Center, traditionally for the past how many years have you been? 35, 30. 35 years as Pastor Arnett, you've been working there. It's Pastor Arnett, Sister Helen, and their support team. When I heard that story, it gave me a whole new perspective on that story. It actually made me question the picture of the Christian Counseling Center as it is. The two Areas i really like to focus on. The questions are, the first one, why is it that the experience within the church with regard to these crises seems to be no different than the experience outside of the church? For example, the divorce rate within the church is no different than the divorce rate outside of the church. It's around 65%. At least that's what the statisticians say. The second question is, why does it seem that this couple, Pastor Annette and Sister Helen, have such an overwhelming counseling load? But before I go on, I just want to make sure I'm addressing the right audience. I like to be interactive. How many of you here know the Lord Jesus Christ? as Lord and Savior. Just raise your hand, just let me know. Wow, I got the right audience. Because I'm told that whenever you make a presentation, make sure the presentation is geared to the audience. I had the right audience. Calvary Bible Church, you've not let me down. Just a little background. My wife and I, Denise, ooh, sorry. We are part of the leadership team of the marriage and family ministry at Calvary Bible Church and we have a passion for marriages and families, and we are convinced that the breakdown of these two God-ordained institutions are major weapons in the enemy's arsenal as he engages in spiritual warfare. I say this because we need to recognize that as long as we live and breathe, each one of us is engaged in spiritual warfare in one form or the other. And C Christian Counseling Center, is right in the middle of this battle. I have another point to make. How many of us here think that Christian Counseling Center is doing an amazing job? Thank you. And please give a continued round of applause to the Arnets, Paula, the board, those who have just stayed the course. And let's make sure that they finish strong. If you want to destroy an organization or an organism, you cut off the head. You agree with that? We have a crisis of manhood in our country. I want men to listen very carefully because the theme of the conference was rise up. Rise up. I will leave that there for the moment, but the work of the Christian Counseling Center it's not centered around the Arnett's, so please don't get that impression. It's Christ-centered, as Pastor Arnett indicated earlier. However, we need to recognize as followers of Christ that our lives are not centered around ourselves, but they're also Christ-centered. With that perspective, why are we happy to let our spouses, our families, our church, our society die, both literally and figuratively. I just want to address our men briefly using a warfare analogy because we're engaged in spiritual warfare. What happens when we go to war? Traditionally, what happens when we go to war? The men. The other man, the man, collectively, they go out and they fight. Who's left behind? The boys are left behind. And what are the boys doing? The boys are playing games or talking about games. And they go out to fight for the boys, the women, the disenfranchised. We need to be doing the same thing in this spiritual fight. We need to stand up. We need to rise up, stand up, be bold and be courageous. Yes. We can't be sitting in the pew or sitting in the armchair. We've got to be out there. In the prayer meeting, we should be the ones leading the charge, lifting up holy hands and making sure our hands are clean. What are the weapons that we use to fight this war? It's not the AK-47. We are commanded in Ephesians to take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day. And having prepared everything to take your stand, stand, rise up, therefore, with truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest, and your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take the shield of faith, and with it, you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is God's word. Pray at all times in the Spirit with every prayer and request, and stay alert in this with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. The counseling provided a... Triple C is based on the word of God, but we have the same weapons to guide our lives. In those verses I just read, we've been given the weapons and the instruction manual, how to use them so that we can have the victory. So not only does Triple C have access to this arsenal, but every one of us. I don't say this irreverently, but with all sincerity, because God is our commanding chief. So for God's sake, we need to put on the full armor of God and take the fight to the enemy and have the back of Triple C. They should not be standing alone. Each one of us, as men and women of God, should have the ability and see it as our duty to be godly counselors, because we know the word of God, we should be living the word of God, and we should be sharing the word of God. Addictions and destructive behaviors are the world's answer to the stresses in our life. All God has a totally different answer. Seek first his kingdom, be filled with his spirit, Galatians five nineteen twenty three 23. And notice I'm using scripture. The battle, what the enemy puts forth. The world's answer to the stresses in our life? Galatians addresses it. it talks about sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. That's the world's answer. Those things just us. Here is God's answer. In the same book, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, Self control. Against those things, there is no law. See, Triple C has to deal with the world's answer to stress, but Triple C never has to deal with God's answer to stress. When is the last time you think someone went to Triple C and said, Oh my goodness? I love too much. I have too much self-control. We are God's people. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. That is the fruit of the Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit residing in us so that we can be counselors to the world. What is the best thing that we can do for Triple C? we can reduce their burden by being an extension of them. Wherever we find ourselves, whether it's in our homes, on our jobs, just walking down the street, we need to rise up and possess the land. Tell Satan not on our watch. Therefore, we won't let our spouses or our children or anyone else for that matter die because of our refusal to do what our Lord the great physician tells us to do. My prayer is that for Christ's sake, we band together, yes. put on the full arm of God yes. every day, and bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. That means total and unquestioning obedience to his word. Amen. I'd just like to leave you with a few sound bites that I found amusing and or useful at the conference. What's your reaction to that? Tell me, ladies, go ahead. What is it? Oh, okay. Everybody loves the front end of the puppy. Nobody likes the back end. But, you know, every puppy has a back end. So, you know, that beautiful lady, that, Stunningly handsome man, wonderfully dressed, great haircut. There's a back end to that puppy. But you got to deal with it. You don't run away from it. You love that puppy anyway. On the topic of infidelity, why does the grass always look greener on the other side? That's where the septic tank is. Divorce, don't go through a new season with a new spouse. Stick with that spouse. Anger management in marriage. I hope you're all taking notes here When filled with anger, don't blame your spouse. Don't question your compatibility. Don't close your heart. Don't isolate yourself from others. Don't doubt your future together. And don't explore other options. Conflict management. Unreconciled relationships do not get better over time. Disagreements. Disagreement or disagreeing does not mean hating. Marriage. Every marriage is a duet, but it needs backup singers. Support our marriages. Don't let them fall by the wayside. Marriage, again. What if God gave you your spouse to make you more holy rather than more happy? Now, we are to be happy in our marriages. Commitment. Commitment, which is something that we have to have in our marriages. Actually, it's something we say when we take our vows. Commitment. Commitment is making the choice to give up all other choices. Again, just think about communication. 90% of communication is nonverbal. Also, seek to understand responses before responding yourself. Can you show me the next slide? Can you read that? Those of you who can't understand the generation after you. Mom asks, son, what does IDK, LY, and TTYL mean? Listen? Clear answer. I don't know. Love you. Talk to you later. Mom clearly understands what he says, right? Gotta talk to your sister. The answer is right there. Clear sight. You didn't take the time to understand. Or even to try to understand or even say, you know? Did you answer my question? Try to understand what's being communicated. Even tone makes a difference, and I'll just leave you with this. Think about the difference in interpretation. Two little boys sitting down, all excited. Let's eat, Grandpa! Or, let's eat, Grandpa. If you were grandpa, how would you interpret that? But seriously, we need to stand beside triple C. We need to stand as people of God, living the word of God, loving it and sharing it. Don't let any one of our brothers or sisters, when we drop our armor, fall by the wayside pick it up, give it back to them so they can fight the good fight. And by all means, let's not shoot our wounded or even try to shoot ourselves. Stand. Rise up. Be people of God. Now, most political statements end like this. My name is Paul Worrell. Actually, I changed my name. I'm Paul the Redeemed. I hope my Lord and Savior approved this message. Thank you very much.